0: I'm your co
1: host, Adrian. I'm Thomas. And I'm Zach. And are you guys ready to get spoopy? Yeah,
0: it's Spo- going to be spoopy today. Yeah, it's spoopy.
1: It's not a Halloween episode. We're early on this, but we're going to talk about the most well known final boss in D, other than a Tarasque. Ever. Or a
2: dragon? I, I figured a dragon. Dragon is too. Tarasque is the, most, yeah. like, like, is it's the one. It's called it Dungeons and. Not, not the thing we're covering today. It's, it's actually Littes, Monsters
1: guys. and Mazes. Um, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if you're me who made a whole side game called Suburbs and SUVs where you play white parents, uh, it's great. It's, uh,
0: offices and bosses, can I offer you? <laughs> that's a
1: great one, yeah. I. So, yeah, it was fun. We've played that one. I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. So, you guys ready to crack open the phylactery that is the lich?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. I promise going to tell as us As soon all as I look up it. what
2: Flactry means.
0: You're
2: going to learn. Go, go, go do it. Go learn. Alright, we got the Lich. We're on page 202 of the Monster Manual. And we'll start with the uh, Liches. Are the remains of great wizards who embraced an undeath... As a means of preserving themselves. They further their own power at any cost, having no interest in the affairs of the living, except who, where those affairs interfere with their own. Scheming and insane, they hunger for long-forgotten knowledge and the most terrible secrets.
0: Secrets. Okay, but scheming and insane is is something we can all work towards. I like it. Ah,
2: goals. Goals. Gotcha. Because the shadow of death doesn't hang over them, they can conceive plans that take years, decades, or centuries to come to fruition. Would love to have that kind of patience. Uh-huh. uh Secrets of undeath. No wizard takes up the path... What? He's oh, I skipped paragraph. a whole paragraph. A lich is a gaunt and skeletal humanoid with withered flesh stretched tight across its bones. Aren't we all? No. In fact, quite (laughs) now. Its eyes succumbed to decay long ago, but points of light burn in its empty sockets. (laughs) It is often garbed in the moldered remains of fine clothing and jewelry worn and dulled by the passage of time.
0: So is old. We get it.
2: Uh, No wizard takes up the path to to lichdom on a whim, and the process of becoming a lich is a well-guarded secret. That we're now going to tell. No, wait. Um,
1: <laughs> That's <we're> that... <laughs> For three payments of twelve ninety nine. we will no, tell you. <laughs> tell you the secrets to becoming a lich. All oh,
2: lich, lich. Um, wizards? Wizards. <laughs> Do you want to read it? You no, said you didn't want to read it. You
0: read it. I was helping you find your place. was reminding me where we stopped. There's like five
2: sizzances that start with wizards right in here. <laughs> And Zach, you're gonna, like, edit. Yeah. No, no, no.
1: No, that's staying in. I'm gonna leave your marital spats in every episode.
2: (laughs) I don't know what her deal is today.
1: If she goes missing, you're the first suspect, as you should be. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I'm gonna turn
2: here to where she can't read it over my shoulder. There you go. Wizards that seek Lichdom must make bargains with fiends, evil gods, or other foul entities. Many turn to orcs, demon prince of undeath Orcus ah Many turn to Orcus, Demon Prince of Undeath. I thought we were going through a list and it was Orcs
0: okay. Demon
2: Prince of Undeath uh, whose power has created countless liches. However, those that control the power of Lichdom always demand fealty and service for their knowledge. A lich is created by an arcane ritual that traps the wizard's soul within a phylactery. Doing so binds the soul to the mortal world, preventing it from traveling to the outer plains after death. A phylactery is traditionally an amulet in the shape of a small box, but it can take the form of any item possessing an interior space into which arcane sigils of naming, binding, immortality, and dark magic are scribed in silver. With its phylactery prepared, the future lich drinks a potion of transformation, a vile concoction of poison mixed with the blood of a sentient creature whose soul is sacrificed to the phylactery. The wizard falls dead, then rises as a lich, as its soul is drawn into the phylactery where it forever remains. That sounds painful.
1: Like a syringe. So you kill yourself. Yeah, you are undeath incarnate.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm
2: kinda sounds like a like a uh, uh...
1: real bad thing. way to go
2: yeah well I was gonna say the thing from Harry Potter but I can't remember a the name horcrux of it now. it's pretty yes, that a horcrux. One. Yeah.
1: It's a horcrux thank you the ultimate boss has seven and one of them is your party members we've already written the story we're good let's do it yeah alright <laughs> that's a tiktok meme I don't know if you guys watched that. Never mind. Nope. Carry on. Don't look at me like I'm stupid.
2: <laughs> Read your book, damn it. I mean, I mean, you could always have gone with tick, tick. Nope, nope. Snape, 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 Snape Severus, Severus Snape. Yep, yep that Some one.
1: people might not know that reference because it's old.
0: It is kind of well, old.
1: We're old. Shh, don't tell him that. <laughs> we're young at heart, except for the young
2: yeah, Good heart. um Soul sacrifices a lich must periodically feed souls to its phylactery to sustain the magic preserving its body and consciousness. Yummy. Same? No. Okay. Um uh, It does this using the Imprisonment spell. Instead of choosing one of the normal options of the spell, the Lich uses the spell to magically trap the target's body and soul inside its Flactory. The Flactory... How many times do I have to say Flactory? I
0: don't know. You say it real weird, too. You can just call it Horcrux.
2: (laughs) Alright. Into its Horcrux... Yep. Um, Must be on the same... The Flactory must be on the same... Plain as the lich for the spell to work, a lich's phylactery can hold only one creature at a time, and a dispel magic cast at a as a ninth level spell upon the phylactery releases any creature imprisoned within it. A creature imprisoned in the phylactery for 24 hours, is consumed and destroyed utterly, whereupon nothing short of divine intervention can restore it to life. A lich that fails or forgets to maintain its body with sacrificed souls begins to physically fall apart and might eventually become a Demi-Lich. Neato. This also sounds like Rasputin from
1: Anastasia. Is also, like he starts falling apart. That's a reference right there, my dude. That's That's an old one. I've, that's a pool. I've seen some movies <laughs> in my life. And it's,
2: yes, and it's yes
1: Fox's Anastasia.
0: Actually, that's not even Disney, huh? That's it's like...
1: Fox Studios. Yeah. But well, they own definitely that They own it now, so it's technically Nightmares a as a franchise. Child, that movie. Yeah, right there. The only thing funny in that movie is the bat. And I love him. And I would kill for that bat. Watch Anastasia if you haven't. Okay. Wow. Death and Restoration.
2: When a lich's body is broken by accident or assault, the will and mind of the lich drains from it, leaving only a lifeless corpse behind. Within days, a new body reforms next to the lich's phylactery, coalescing out of glowing smoke that issues from the device. Because the destruction of its phylactery means the possibility of eternal death, a lich usually keeps its phylactery hidden in a hidden, well-guarded location. Destroying a lich's phylactery is no easy task, and often requires a special ritual, item, or weapon. Every phylactery is unique, and discovering the key to its destruction can be a quest in and of itself. A lonely existence? From time to time, a lich might be stirred from its single-minded pursuit of power to take an interest in the world around it, most often when some great event reminds it of the life it once led. It otherwise lives in isolation, engaging only with those creatures whose service helps secure its lair. Few liches call themselves by their former names, instead adopting monikers such as the Black Hand or the Forgotten King. They they had Seems to come up with their, Yeah, yeah. Pretentious.
1: Oh, liches uh, are super pretentious.
2: Alright. Uh magic collectors, Liches collect spells and magic items in addition to its spell repertoire. A Lich has ready access to potions, scrolls, libraries of spell books, one or more wands, and perhaps a staff for two. It has no qualms about putting these treasures to use whenever its lair comes under attack. And then undead nature a lich doesn't require air food drink or sleep.
0: Could be dead.
2: Cause yeah, dead.
0: All right, <sighs> this dude has a lot of stuff happening.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah,
0: he's bad. He's dead. That's most of it.
1: I no, guess. Most of it, bad <laughs> and dead. Bad
0: and dead, and hard to make permanent dead.
1: And a very strong spellcaster.
0: He's such a strong spellcaster. We aren't even there yet. Yeah, you'll. You got to read stat block. You
1: point. ready for some stats?
2: Yeah. Let me hit you give with Give us them
0: stats. stats. Medium undead. Any evil alignment.
2: That's all, all you need right. say. Medium undead. That's, that's the stats. Have a good night,
1: everybody.
2: That's yep, yep. Have a good one. That's all you need to know. Alright. Armor class of seventeen, natural armor. A hit points of eighteen d eight plus fifty four. So he's he's got so some like life in him. Yep. And a speed of 30 feet. He's got a strength of 11, a dex of 16, a con of 16, an intelligence of 20, a wisdom of 14, and a charisma of 16. Uh, saving throws, he's got a plus 10 to con, a plus 12 to intelligence, and a plus 9 to wisdom.
0: He is my guy.
2: Uh, For skills, a plus 19 to Arcana, plus 12 to History, a plus 9 to Insight, and a plus 9 to Perception. He's resistant to cold, lightning, and necrotic damage. He's immune to poison, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks. He's also immune from the conditions Charmed, Exhaustion, Frightened, Paralyzed, and Poisoned. Uh, He has true sight out to 120 feet and a passive perception of 19. Uh, He speaks common plus up to five other languages. And he has a challenge rating of 21.
0: He's a big man.
2: He's a beefy, beefy dude. Unlike Cooper.
1: Leave my dog out of this. (laughs) But he's in this. He is. He's at the microphone right now. He wanted attention or he wouldn't shut up. I don't know if y'all heard
2: oh. Mark. I'll have to cut that out. I didn't. I didn't hear Mark. I
1: unfortunately
2: oh. did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So Let's just talk about
0: to, these legendary just,
2: just to start off, uh, as far as abilities goes, he's got legendary resistance that he can use three times a day. It just says if the lich fails a saving throw, it can choose to succeed instead. Don't we all wish we had that power? (laughs) I I failed, but I I choose to succeed instead. Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Must be nice. Rejuvenation. If it has a phylactery, a destroyed lich gains a new body in 1d10 days, regaining all its hits points and becoming active again. The new body appears within 5 feet of the phylactery. So. Yeah, he just kind of reconstitutes himself.
0: That's how they work. From a- spellcasting.
2: The Lich is an 18th level spellcaster. Its spellcasting ability is intelligence, uh, which it has a plus five to intelligence. Uh, mm-hmm. The spell save... Huh?
1: Mm-hmm. He's smart. He sma- was a wizard, sma- right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. A powerful wizard. Um, Spell save is a DC 20, and he has a plus 12 to hit with spell attacks. And then he has the following wizard spells prepared. Cantrips, Mage Hand, Prestidigitation, Ray of Frost. He has four first level spell slots, in which he has Detect Magic, Magic Missile, Shield, and Thunder Wave. He has three second level slots, which are Detect Thoughts, Invisibility, Nelf's Acid Arrow, and Mirror Image. He has three third-level spell slots, which are Animate Dead, Counterspell, Dispel Magic, and Fireball. Three fourth-level spots, which are Blight, Dimension Door. Uh, Three fifth-level spots, which are Cloud Kill and Scrying. And then one slot of Sixth, Seventh, Eighth, and Ninth, the sixth level spell is Disintegrate and Globe of Invulnerability. The seventh level is Finger of Death and Plane Shift. Eighth level is Dominate Monster and Power Word Stun. And ninth level is Power Word Kill. Yeah, it is. That's brutal. <laughs> That's, I could just, with a word, you're dead.
1: If you have a hundred uh, HP or lower.
2: Yeah. Ah. Yeah, and then turn resistance list, the lich has advantage on saving throws against any effect that turns undead
1: it's quite annoying he is undead it already has a plus 9 to the save though so it's probably not going to work anyways
2: right you can't turn undead alrighty turn undead is just where you make them fight for you right That's turn
1: undead makes them run away from you as a caster
2: Uh, Ah, There
1: is an ability to destroy undead, but he is, you will not be able to destroy a lich with destroy undead.
2: Cool, cool, cool. Actions, he has Paralyzing Touch, which is a melee spell attack. It's plus 12 to hit, a reach of 5 feet for one creature. On a hit, it does 3d6 cold damage. The target must succeed on a DC 18 Constitution saving throw or be paralyzed for one minute. The target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on uh, if it is successful. Legendary Actions. The Lich can take three legendary actions, choosing from the options below. Only one legendary action option can be used at a time and only at the end of another creature's turn. The Lich regains spent legendary actions at the start of its turn.
0: So these let him go in between the other
2: people?
1: Uh, Yes, they are.
2: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the yeah.
1: After the end of a, a PC, he can reuse these if he chooses to. Or he was the DM yeah. choose to. It's not
2: a he. Yeah. So Cantrip, the Lich casts a cantrip. That can be a legendary action. Paralyzing touch, which costs two actions. The Lich uses its paralyzing touch.
0: Which is what Thomas just described a minute ago. Yeah,
2: which I just yeah. I just told you about that one. Uh frightening gaze. Oh, excuse me. The Frightening Gaze costs two actions. The Lich fixes its gaze on one creature it can see within ten feet of it. The target must succeed on a DC 18 Wisdom saving throw against this magic or become frightened for one minute. The Frightened Target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turn, ending the effect on itself on a success. If a target saving throw is successful or the effect ends, the target is immune to the Lich's gaze for the next 24 hours. And then finally, it has Disrupt Life, which costs three actions. Each non-undead creature, man, all the negatives in there, non-undead creature within 20 feet of the Lich must make a DC 10 constitution saving throw against this magic, taking 21 or uh, 66 necrotic damage on a failed save or half
1: as much on a success. So yours, what does your book say? Where, specifically? Disrupt life. What does it say for that?
2: Disrupt life. Each non-undead creature within 20 feet of the lich must make a DC 18 constitution saving throw against this magic, taking 66 necrotic damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful.
1: You must have a different version. Mine just says each living creature. That's weird. I've not seen that many differences in reprints.
2: I like living does sound better than non undead
1: yeah that's vague as hell so yeah non undead yeah so this dude is powerful um let's say Moa. how do we want to approach this do we want to go to lair actions or do we want to um, hit these is how we would use this creature to kill things
2: I mean obviously you just put it out there and it kills things
1: pretty much yeah <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so uh, this is this is cool. So the lich loves to murder, right? It's trying to fill its phylactery. It does have to continue to give souls to it, so it is constantly killing things. So that is a plot point for the party in general. Oh yeah, it's doing that. I this is a high level character, right? This is a big final boss. You're not fighting this at level one. You would die just from looking at it. So this is something that you have to build up to i can see the party getting by not knowing it's a lich to begin with they kill the creature or whatever but it's just messing around with them and they have no idea it has a phylactery and it's back within up to 10 days right so there's a way to kind of like ruin the party's things like maybe it's just dicking around and just messing with stuff so nobody knows that it's a lich or whatever at this point although you can look at it and be like "Ooh, you look like a lich uh <laughs> you look like a lich for sure. He got a very distinctive look. Very yeah, old robes, but I mean he can change his robes, right? It's not that big of a deal. So I'm um, in mean his face, but yeah, yeah his face is very spoopy, that's for sure. So um I would say that this creature is so intelligent it's not leaving its lair. It has minions for shit like that. So it will definitely fall under the lair action. So y'all wanna go ahead and hit those?
0: Yes, I will talk about the lair actions of the lich. A lich often ha- haunts wow, can't talk. A lich often haunts the abode it favored in life, such as a lonely tower, a haunted ruin, or an academy of black magic. Alternatively, some liches construct secret tombs filled with powerful guardians and traps. Everything about a lich's lair reflects its keen mind and wicked cunning, including the magic and mundane traps that secure it. Undead constructs and bound demons lurk in shadowy recesses, emerging to destroy those who dare disturb the lich's work. A lich encountered in its lair has a challenge rating of 22, so he's even tougher when he's in his lair. Uh Uh-huh. Which makes sense, because there are lair actions so, on initiative count twenty uh losing initiative ties, the Lich can take a layer action to cause one of the following magical effects. The Lich can't use the same two effect to the same effect two rounds in a row, so he gets to to cycle through these different layer actions um he's got three different options: he can or she or nothing hey. do they have a thing? I don't know um. <laughs>
1: Do they have a magman bump on their crotch? We'll never know. It's behind <laughs> who a row. Who, will, who could tell?
0: The Lich rolls a d8 and regains a spell slot of that level or lower. If it has spent no spell slots of that level or lower, nothing happens. Um, the second option is the Lich can target one creature it can see within 30 feet. A crackling cord of negative energy tethers the lich to the target. Whenever the lich takes damage, the target must make a DC 18 constitution saving throw. On a fell save, the lich takes half the damage and the target takes the remaining damage. This tether lasts until initiative count 20 on the next round or until the lich or the target is no longer in the lich's lair. So he can just be like, we share this now. (laughs) Um, and the third option is the lich calls forth the spirits of creatures that died in its lair. These apparitions materialize and attack one creature that the lich can see within sixty feet. The target must succeed on a DC eighteen Con saving throw, taking fifteen d six not necrotic damage on a failed save, or half as much on a success. Oh. And then the apparitions disappear.
1: It's real messed up. Yeah, these this are... is like.
2: Fifteen d six. This is like if you're not rolling with an online thing, it's like, hey, we're gonna be here for a minute. Yeah,
0: I mean that's why people have like boxes of just like little d sixes, and you just throw them all out, and then right. you count and you count and you count.
1: I'm one of those. You just put them in pairs of 10s and then you carry on with your day. All um, right. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: or or we could just use the roller in the in the yeah. internet's and it works too. Google
1: has one now. I love it. It's not very bad.
2: And it's they used not to, very bad. That's hey, a ringing endorsement. Right. Well, it
1: used to be if you Google dice roller, it just gave you a D6. Now it does an entire D, uh, a, a D20 setup all the way to uh, D4. Nice. All righty. Let's see how we're going to murder. So, first off, liches. They're little cocky bastards or large bastards, whichever one you want to go with. Uh, they they're
0: are, medium.
1: They're medium, but they are bastards <laughs> nonetheless. I can see yes. a lich being super cocky to the point where they're like, I am the most powerful being on this planet, essentially immortal. Nothing can kill me. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. So if the wit lich is positive, the party has no idea what its phylactery is, you just get to play games, right? Like that's the bonus mm-hmm. of being a lich. I would say probably wouldn't use like high powered items and stuff if you were just playing around. Like, if the party was an actual threat, then yeah, you try to do it. But you have to remember that the Lich comes back in 1d10 days. So it's either 1 to 10 days. That's all you get. Unless you take out the thing. The phylactery alone is its own problem. They have to find it. They have to figure out what's going on. I like the idea of a phylactery being something that you have to, for sure, quest to find. And you have to learn about the Lich to get to that. So, yeah,
0: I had a question about this. Like, huh? say the party does get the phylactery, like, while the lich isn't around, can the lich sense where the phylactery is?
1: So, the like, lich places the phylactery somewhere. So, the lich, yeah, knows but if where you it find
0: is. it and remove it and take it somewhere, can it like sense where it is and follow you, or like through magical means, like, it just knows where it is, or is it gonna have to like track you traditionally?
1: It has the ability to scry, and it can scry on its phylactery. So it, you okay. can scry on an object if it needs to. But, means. like, it's not going to mean, as soon as you touch
2: that thing, it's not like, mm, my senses are tingling, I, you know.
1: I would say if you break it, it for sure knows that it's phylactery. Well, problem. yeah, that if you break it. Yeah.
2: But And then I, I would guess wherever they set it up, they probably have Traps some... Traps and some, guards yeah.
1: and shit. It is for sure, like, a trapped location. So that's going to be the challenge of it. But I would say that if, if I as a DM was designing this, you have to have the answers to the history of the Lich. But like you said, the Lich is really old. It goes by fake names. It goes by stuff that it's erased its past from to hide its age, right? So my idea of how this would go out is let's say the party approaches the Lich. The Lich kicks their ass. They barely get out of there. And it's playing with them. And so if it's high enough level, it might just be like, just leave. All right, just leave now like get the fuck out of my lair i don't care uh as for like when they get stronger if they try to find out more about this lich because it's just been killing people to fill its soul splactery or soul sacrifices then you get to the point of okay i've got that cool now i need to get to the phylactery you have to learn the history of the lich to know its history which only it would know because it's so old so you have to go to like libraries you do research you go to its hometown you do all this stuff to build up your knowledge of the lich whether that's like flashback memories, whatever you want to do it as a DM to make it flavorful so the party has to uncover information about this lich. And then you have to use that to answer the riddles, tricks, and questions to get to the phylactery because now you know enough about it to kill it. Then you take the phylactery out. Now you have to fight the lich and everything's puzzled and trapped and everything. You're going to have a hard time about this. This is not designed to be like a hey, you just approach it and try to kill it. You might, at a lower level, just think you can do that but you have to remember that this thing is designed to murder and in its lair it's a 22 cr a, a party of level five characters if they think they can take a lich are stupid and the lich is going to be like okay welcome to my army murder and that's it right so i, I think probably with the um spirits of the undead that it had materialized and killed in its location Uh, the 52 damage average would probably be enough to kill a low-level party. Like, he'd just be like, not today, and then kills them all in a group, right? Right. uh, That's one creature, and it just does that over and over again. That would be a very easy way to murder, but I can see it as this creature is going to hold back to begin with. It's not going to target creatures... It's not going to really leave, but you have to remember they're intelligent. So if they know something about you, like they know you're doing something, they're going to send enemies to you to try to take you out. People serve a lich. They don't really leave their lairs. I would say if you've encountered a lich out of a lair, the DM has done something weird. That's a concern. You should add check on them. But most of the time, <laughs> a lich is not going to leave their lair. Um, they have legendary resistances, as we've kind of discussed. These guys are pretty hard to kill but the goal of a lich is to give a really good story alternatively you're looking at making a lich that's the other option you have to go towards is who's making a lich are you going to stop them because it shows the soul sacrifice the secrets of undeath are unlocked and everything like that it has to sacrifice a bunch of creatures to become an undead creature itself and kill itself So the party then does, do they interrupt the ritual? Do they try to prevent the ritual? What are they doing to do this? And you as the DM have to come up with the story. That's this... This creature is a campaign. I'm not going to give everybody a campaign to work on. I can give you puzzles and stuff. That would be great. But otherwise, right. this creature is going to fight with its low-level spell slots as it can. It's going to counter spell. It's going to do all these things. It's going to use its legendary actions just to try to take the party out. If it feels threatened, then it'll probably move to those six level and up slots. Like I could see a lich being like, idiots, and just like throwing basic cantrips out until it feels like it's going to get hurt um one thing i see is it has finger of death and plane shift finger of death causes a creature to turn into an undead when it's finished um no. plane Sorry. shift that's more of like an escape route i wouldn't see it doing that it would definitely be like i have dimension door why would i plane shift use the finger of death That's more fun uh dominate <laughs> monster power word stun and power word kill i i see a lich as being cocky enough to have enemies and that is people who are too intelligent and ruining his plans or their plans and just kind of throwing them off so if that wizard's in the corner just throwing spells and being a badass for a little bit if that wizard is low on health it's just gonna be like fucking die and it will because it has power word kill and it can do that um or it might do that to the cleric or somebody in the party like It's going to try to kill those that are going to cause it the most damage because you have to remember that magic hits them worse than bludgeoning unless they have magic weapons. If your party doesn't have magic weapons and you're facing a lich, you're in the wrong lair. Yes, you've
0: taken a wrong turn (laughs) You should have
1: stayed at the starter village. You were in the wrong spot. So i can see this as like the lich is doing some dark deeds i'm sure you can find plenty of stories that have lich as the main guy uh you can find those online and just kind of get an idea of what they're doing um they are very powerful creatures so lair actions and legendary actions are going to be the fun things that they can do remember that lair actions how and on the 20 count so let's actually get into discussion If you have questions about the ledge, hit us up. We'll tell you how how we use that in more detail. We don't want to bore you with the details because it's a long campaign (laughs) type thing. But when it comes to lair actions, you have to remember there are the 20 count of initiative. Uh, I think they lose initiative ties, if I recall correctly. So if somebody else has a 20 and it's a PC, it automatically goes underneath. It gets to go. So these are very powerful things. So pretty much once per round, these activate. Every time after a creature attacks, the Lich has an option to use a uh, legendary action. I believe the only thing is it can't be used after itself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, they seem really fun for the DM getting to play with legendary actions and lair actions. Like That just seems like an interesting thing for a DM to get to do. If your party can handle it.
1: Hopefully the party that's the thing you as the dm need to give hints to the party that you are entering a lich's lair there are puzzles there are traps there are all sorts of things that indicate that this is not a safe space to be if they're strong enough they'll make it through it if they're not the lich is going to kill them with just a boulder trap or something magical right i don't see any reason a lich doesn't have a bunch of magical traps set up to murder the party And minions. And minions, too. Yeah, it has undead minions all over the place. Clearly, it would have that as a fun thing. Like, some party comes up and just starts messing with them. It's literally just going to be like, ah, yesterday I killed this person with Finger of Death. And just have an army of the undead floating around for fun. Definitely see them with armies of undead. You will find minions who are similar in mind. Like, there are going to be undead party members who are like other warlocks or other wizards who want to be... a. I would say a lich is probably powerful enough to actually be a warlock patron and they could have people roaming around that they're taking power from and using them to kind of get them on their side. Definitely an easy thing. And you might see like a warlock who's joined the party to help them out and can kind of navigate through those traps a little easier, but that's a cause of concern if they know what's coming. Um, (laughs) Layer actions are great for those higher level creatures. I would say if you're coming up with your own encounters lair actions are great because you have an opportunity to really mess with the party and give them an idea that something is going on um lair actions are something you if you're a creature or like let's say you're using like a not as powerful lich and it doesn't have layer actions but you've used a different monster that's supposed to be the final boss give them layer actions that's something you can do and you can kind of get an idea of what they're doing they regain their spell slots that's something you can do for other creatures maybe not a d8 and an 8th level spell slot, that's rough. Uh, that's a lot of murder. Maybe some lower level ones for doing more damage. Um, Crackling Cord and Negative Energy. This is actually a spell now in, uh, I think Wildmount has it, where you can tether yourself to other creatures. I think it's the uh, Chronomancy or the other one. I don't mm-hmm. remember. It's like Tether well, Bond or whatever. I can't remember.
0: Yeah, there's also one where you can... I This reminded me of one where you can choose to take another creature uh like one of your allies yeah, part think it's of the like damage
1: warding bond or something like that is the name of that spell yeah. paladins and clerics do it a lot um it's very handy this is however you're going to inflict damage so the lich will definitely just say, like ah you're my problem now and that's something that's going to happen to the creature that's hitting it if you have a high level hitter that's just going to do like massive barbarian damage and rage damage you'd be like you hit me you hit yourself like that's the way the lich will play it um then when it comes to the undead that is just a great way to just kind of mess with people uh on top of lair actions there's actually another step up which is regional effects ooh they're worse which he does not have he does not have no he can only impact his lair dragons have regional effects so right. like uh there's for like say an ice dragon there's always a blizzard near their lair and things get cold. It's always hot, thing- like magma erupts for fire dragons. Like there's all sorts of stuff that kind of build into their lair actions. You could look at some regional effects of like the undead just gather at this location all of the time, right?
2: <laughs> the, the, so, the dead won't stay dead.
1: Yeah, so let's go ahead and kind of go over some design examples of lair actions. Yes. This, this gives you a,
0: a nice way to, to build a nice world for your, your evil guys.
1: Your b- final encounter is a great way to do it. Uh, as I mentioned before, I kind of had the lair actions of the creature using the uh, hammer it used to knock around a wizard and a pinball uh, to attack the party. That was kind of designed as a lair action. Um, for this one, lair actions, and this is coming from DungeonSolver.com. Uh, you can check out this reference here. I didn't have time to come up with some of this on my own head, so we're just using our resources because we're good DMs. Uh, Lair actions should be used to raise the stakes of an encounter and help showcase some of the lair's flavor and flair. These actions are usually extremely powerful because they're there for murder. This can be the equivalent of higher-level spells or three action, three-action legendary actions. Your players are in the creature's home turf. They should try their hardest to avoid fighting the creature here. A ledge is not going to give you that opportunity. The layer action should either give the creature an advantage in the fight or help to slow down their, uh, or take their enemies out. For example, the gold dragon has both these options in their two layer actions to mess with things. I'll look those up in a second. The first layer action gives the creature advantage on attack rolls, ability checks, or saving throws until the X turn. Unless it's a lich, then it gets a spell slot back. The second layer action is an area of effect that has a chance to banish creatures to a different plane of existence. So just something rough to do. It affects multiple Bye. Creatures. Yeah, bye. bye. And that's what you get for the um, the lich doesn't really have those. It has no AOVs. I personally like AOVs. Like if you're fighting near a volcano, magmas erupting in random locations. And it kind of picks the locations of where magma would erupt. Uh, layer actions can also cause damage depending on the layer environment. Similar thing I just said. Layers and biomes with extreme weather or climate can cause damage to the players that aren't adjusted to the environment. Powerful spellcasters or creatures that set up traps could also have their layers that damage the invaders. So uh, one of the examples I have of this is there was this, like, creature in Campaign 2 of Critical Role where they're kind of having to swim. So one, they have to swim. That's already a layer situation where they have to swim through a bunch of stuff there's also these fly fire bloom flowers that when you get near them they burn you they just kind of unfurl and release a bunch of heat that can hurt your characters and burn them they're okay. just something to kind of keep your players on their toes like not only should your players always worry about what the creature in front of them is doing they should worry about where they're stepping so right there's a common thing where you'll watch a dungeon map. It'll be like, trap is here. It's a pressure plate. If you click it, it does something. That's obviously a trap. Layer actions are meant to give flavor. And so, yeah, you might have it like if they step here, that's a problem. That means that the player is going to activate some type of regional, if not a regional effect, a layer action. You got to build it up to make it flavorful. Don't. I've always seen a lot of stories, or I've done it in the past myself, where as you're DMing, you're not giving them a lot of flair. You're giving them a monster that comes out of a book. It makes combat more engaging if you throw layer actions into it and other options to like, hey, this is the lich. Do you think a lich is going to be quietly throwing spells at you? No, that lich has been born and bred to be a sassy little bastard, and it's going to be talking shit the entire (laughs) time. It is a lich. It is a god among men, and it's going to be like, ah, your spells are weak. Power word kill. Like, it's just going to do stuff to mess with the party that is a a thing like i can see a lich being the evil version of spider-man just quipping over and over again if you as a dm can throw that out uh, or you know
2: yeah the uh i think what was the liches in in the adventure zone they they were modeled off of uh team rocket <laughs> oh
1: they were quipping God. back and forth a lot constantly it looks like we're blasting off again yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah even great. in
2: defeat no silence
1: yeah they're going to be turds about it, and if you didn't get their phylactery, they're going to be like, you've beaten me once. I'll see you next time. Like, they are there to threaten the party. Hopefully not get away They're like, yeah, my phylactery. Like, they're, you might have to face it to get an idea of where it is or something like that. Or right. Get it to well, and because it,
2: it reconstitutes close to it.
1: Yeah. But then you have to so. fight at its phylactery. If its phylactery is not at its lair, that is a bonus. You can get it to disappear to another location right that is the question you as a dm have to decide is the phylactery near its lair or is it somewhere safe where if you stay out of its lair you'll never find it like is it as the mom's basement like you get a question of that if it's 300 years old mom's probably dead but where did he keep the phylactery
2: i mean he could he could
1: help with that too yeah bring mom back <laughs> yeah mom's alive now so she's been cooking for me for 300 oh years god kill me again um <laughs> So he, he doesn't have to eat. <laughs> he doesn't have to eat, that's true. Cooking up corpses. So, that's, this is kind of more of a discussion of adding flair to your game. Keep it interesting. Keep it as something that the party has to do. I had one of my favorite NPCs that the party really liked was there was this super big bad that was essentially like a servant of Asmodeus who is like a ninth level hell leader. Like, he's super powerful. But his little minion was this nerdy little dude who could shape shift into a human. He had bat wings and all this stuff. I cannot remember his name, but I think it was like Steven or something or or Greg or whatever. <laughs> and he was waiting for his master to return to his lair. And he's just doing, like, practice things in the mirror. Like, it's good to see you, Lord. Uh, yes, I like your wings. Like, it was just, like, an awkward <laughs> thing that the party gets to catch before. Have your party, or your NPCs, have side actions. Have them talking to other creatures. Bring in some information that they can get from either listening or just observing before they enter the room. And then have a layer action of, like, oh, yeah, you step there, a boulder rose down. That's a trap. A layer action is something that impacts from... Big, powerful creature. The environment. The yeah. environment, yeah. Or something the Lich or another monster has done in the past. Dragons, they're going to hit you with a breath attack and do other mean things. Yeah. 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 It's great. Um, cool. This creature is cool. very powerful. It's ready to ruin your day. It is going to be a high level thing. Like 21, that's a 20th level party, right? Like you should be up there before you take this thing on. It right. might play with you though. Like I can see it as if you're starting a campaign off this lich is definitely something that's just like, welcome to the party, guys. Like, here you go. I mean, even if your even if your party's like ten to twelve, right? You're yeah. not gonna threaten this thing at all.
2: No, it's just
1: gonna play with them like little rag dolls. Like, it just adds souls to it. That's that's the goal of a lich is to add more souls for its its phylactery and its sacrifices. So yeah, it's just gonna be like, cool, more souls to add to the bucket. Murder, 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 murder. Extra souls. Cool. All righty, guys. Very fun. You ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. That, I think
2: that covers it.
1: I think that covers yep. it too. Yeah, we're, there's no magic item today because this is a very bulky character, um, a bulky monster. Um, we appreciate you listening. You have anything to plug? Never.
2: No, just Never. just just
1: the Instagram and just the Instagram. Yeah, just the Instagram. Just the Instagram. Just the Instagram. There's a Twitter, guys. There's a Twitter. There's there is a Twitter at, Twitter. at Sweet T-N-D-N-D. Uh, Check us out there. Give us some messages. Review us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I should probably accept the terms and agreements on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to host there. Uh, I got an email. I ignored it. Uh, And, yeah. Happens. It happens. I hate spam. So, with that, everybody say bye. bye. Bye.